Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, today we're talking about which L fund, which life cycle fund within the TSP thrift savings plan is the best one for you. If you're new here, welcome. So good to have you. My name is Dallin Hosma, financial planner who serves federal employees every day. And I absolutely love it. So let's dive in. The life cycle funds are extremely popular because of what they're designed to do. If you don't know already, they're designed to get more conservative over time. So especially when people start, the default fund within the TSP is going to be a life cycle fund that is close to when they expect you to retire. So that's the default. So people are using them all the time. And even if they, they don't stay in the default, they often use an L fund because it seems to take a lot of the work and the thought out of it. Say, hey, I'm just going to throw my money in there. It's going to do the work for me. And that's kind of true, kind of true, but kind of not true. So we're going to dive in and talk through what things you have to think through to be able to find which L fund is best for you or when it makes sense to be out of the L funds. So let's do this. So you have to know there are 10 active L funds right now. Okay, so within the TSB, there are the the 10 different L funds. And then there's the five core funds, which are G fund, F fund, C, S and I. And the L funds are not actually unique. They are just a different combination of the five core funds. So for example, if the five core funds were ingredients, let's say flour, sugar, salt, etc., then the different L funds are just different things made out of those five ingredients, just different combinations of each fund, okay? And basically, the most conservative L fund is called the L income fund. And then basically, for every five years, there's an L fund for it. So L 2025 is the next five year increment that, that we have an L fund for L 2030, L 2035, all the way up to L 2065. And every five years we get another L fund, right? Basically, that's how it works is once we get to the year 2025, that L fund will be consumed into the L income fund. That's the one that eats them all as we actually get to that time. And then and new funds will appear um, further out. Okay. So that's how it works is they automatically are going to get more and more conservative over time if you just keep the money in. And in some ways, that's really, really nice. In some ways, it may not do exactly what you want it to do. So here's the deal. Um, here's the big problem with the L funds. Okay, again, sometimes they're useful, but not, not all the time. Here's the problem. And here's the reason I'm not always a huge fan. Number one, they're all going to be the L income fund one day, right? That, that's basically the design is they all are going to end up as the L income fund. They're all going to get absorbed into that at some point. So what does the L, L, L income fund invest in? Well, you can find if you just type in um, L income fund, you could find it on the TSP website. They'll show you exactly what it's in. But basically, 70% of it is in the G fund and another five is in the F with the other percentages in the C, S and I. Okay, meaning 75% of the money, if your money is in the L income, is in short term conservative investments, which sometimes makes sense. But again, I'm a financial planner in my day job and I'm not making videos for you folks, right? And I look at Fed situations all the time. And yes, there are exceptions, but as a general rule, it is very, very rare to find a situ situation where this makes sense, where it makes sense to be this conservative with 75% of your money and things that probably aren't going to beat inflation over time. That's tough. 
That is a tough place to be. And it's very rare where that makes sense. The only times where I see it does make sense is where they need a huge chunk of their TSP really early in retirement to buy a, um, a second home or something where they, they're taking a huge chunk out early, which the average federal employee isn't going to do that. The average federal employee wants to actually use all their money to just provide for their lifestyle over the course of their retirement. And if that's the case, generally speaking, you need to be a little more aggressive in retirement than that. Now, I've got other videos that talk you through how it often makes sense to invest in the TSP in retirement. Please go check those out. But as a general rule, again, 75% of your money and things that aren't going to grow much over time can be detrimental to your money and how much earn, um, buying power you actually have with those dollars over time. So that that is one of the big, big problems. So here's the deal. If I don't like the Yale Fund because they all become super, super conservative, then what is a good alternative? What actually makes sense? If, we're, if we don't want to just stick it in the L fund, then, then what can we do? Well, there's really two options, okay? There's the simple, simple option, and then one option that takes a little more work, but is still, is probably just a little bit better, okay? So let me talk you through it. Alternative number one is instead of sticking your money in an L fund that is lined up exactly with your retirement date, let's say you're planning to retire in 2040 or 20. Uh, 50 or 20, 25 or whatever it is, instead of having your money there, you can actually pick an L fund that is further out than your retirement date so that, yes, it'll become more conservative for you and you don't have to watch it as much potentially, but at least you'll be a little more aggressive and closer to probably what you should be over time. So let me just give you an example. Now, again, this doesn't make sense for everyone, all the disclaimers, all that stuff, but just to, to kind of give you a direction here, let's say you're planning to retire in 2030, okay? If you invest directly into 2030, it's probably going to be more conservative than the average person wants to be with their money if, if that's your plan, okay? So what if you invested in the in the 2050, the L2050 or, or 45? You have to look at those, say, okay, do those line up? with more what you're looking to do. And again, it's going to become more conservative over time automatically, but at least, at least it's a little more aggressive. You're going to get more growth than you would picking one that's actually closer to your retirement age. So that's one solution. Honestly, that's often best for those that say, look, I don't know investments. I have no clue what I'm doing. I don't want to mess with the core funds, the, the G fund, F fund. I, I don't know any of those. Um, I, I just want to stick it in something and not think about it for, you know, 15 years. And if that's the case, then yeah, maybe this, this solution works, okay? So alternative number two, though, is if you're comfortable leaving the L fund, in my experience, you tend to get the best results in the core funds, okay? Knowing exactly how much your money is in each fund and things like that. So like I said, there's the G fund, F fund, C, S, and I. I've got other videos on showing you, depending on where you're at in your career, I think, I think one's called just how to invest in the TSP. Um, you can go back to the website, HaasFederalAdvisors.com. You can find them there on YouTube, wherever. They're, they're everywhere, okay? Um, long story short, I most of the time I recommend in most situations just invest directly into the core funds, the G fund, F fund, and find the mix that makes sense for you and your, your position in your career, 
Okay, and there's a couple advantages. Number one, it's not going to change on you automatically. Okay, it's not going to get more conservative over time. So you know and you are intentional about where your money is at. Okay, and it's easy to see where your money is at. When it's in an L fund, most people forget that it changes over time. They don't look at actually what they're invested in, the mix they're in. But if you're in the core fund and you just you break it out yourself, it won't change much. And it's easy to see, okay, does that still make sense? Maybe you'll look at your TSP statement like, oh man, I'm, I'm in that? Oh wow, right? It gives more clarity and visibility without having to take an extra step of finding whatever, finding what your specific L fund is invested in. So generally speaking, that's what I recommend is find a strategy that makes sense for you. Find a mix of the core fund that you like, stick it in there and let it ride for some time, okay? Especially when you're early, mid, and even later in your career, you you don't have to make changes to your TSP very often as long as you got a good plan for what you want to do, okay? So long story short, I there's nothing wrong with the L funds. They work well at what they're designed to do, but you've got to understand what do they do and does that make sense for you? And in general, it's very rare where someone is going to want to be as conservative as the L funds are going to make them in retirement, even when they're retired. If the goal is to have a 20, 30 year retirement and have your money last and keep up with inflation the entire time. Okay. So I hope that's helpful. If, if there's any follow up questions, there's a link below to submit questions and we base our future content all on that. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you guys next time.